Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to Exceeding TV. It's yours truly, Reek. And we got the season finale. Like, does that even sound right? Season finale. Like, we couldn't have possibly gone through 20 episodes that fast. But everything's lining up and saying that we did. Like, this has been a journey. Like, I thought season one was a journey. Like, before I knew that it was going to be like a season kind of thing. Because God kind of slipped that in on the back end. But a journey it was. But this journey... Like, y'all. Yeah, like, this has been a true journey. It's been a delight. Now, I'm not saying it's been a bad journey. It's just been a different process. Like, I'm so excited to see what God has for season three. Like, I'm living in the moment. I'm enjoying the right now. You know what I'm saying? But I can't wait to see what he got for exceeding tv like from the look of exceeding tv from the topics the, the process the revelation like how everything has just molded like i am so grateful that you're here with me let's start there i'm so grateful that you rocking with me because i'm rocking with you you know what i'm saying i watch a little too much tiktok but that's okay because I think we all do. <laughs> but, you know what I'm saying? I'm rocking with you because you rocking with me. Like, you feel me? But, it's just been a journey. It's been a journey. I can't believe that we're coming to the end of season two. Like, that's really crazy. That's really crazy, but I'm really excited. Like, I'm super excited about this topic tonight because this topic kind of just brings everything all together. And this is one of the topics. So last week and the week before last, like actually the last three episodes, because not last week, because I had some studying to do for tonight's episode. So I was not able to put an episode out last week because I had to come to some grips with some things. And you'll see why in a minute. But the last three episodes, let me just say, say that, but the last three episodes, they actually weren't on this list. Like, like I said, at the beginning of the year, God really actually gave me like an entire list of topics, but he never actually told me like it wasn't in any particular order it was just like a list of things to talk about you know what i'm saying and i know it was god because as christy would always say poster child because we would literally go through the things of the episodes like either right before during or right after like there would be some type of situation that would come up as a reference point like it was to the T. We absolutely knew. And every week I would just ask God, okay, what's next? But it was off of this list. Now, season one, I would ask him what's next. And then he would give me like one or two or three. You know what I'm saying? But it, it would be in order. He switched it up for season two. So, my goodness. Season three. <laughs> I don't know. 
You know what I'm saying? I don't know. I don't know. Nah. But hey, I'm ready. Either way it go. But this was actually on the list, like the original list. And when I saw it, I'm like, okay, yeah, bet. But like a couple, I would say about a month ago. No, was not a month ago. Coming up on a month, but not a month ago. But it was right the the birthday celebration episode. Right before that episode, or right after the episode, it was around that excuse me, around that time he said that this was going oh, sorry. This always happened when it's just me. Like it's okay. We here. We fam. But um he told me that this is going to be the season finale. And I was like, okay, this is a really good this is a really good topic. This is a really good you know what I'm saying? Like a real good uh, because it is definitely something that I have dealt with. It's definitely something that I am processing through right now because it is a process. And when I tell you what it is, if you're in that process or if you've dealt with that process or felt it in any kind of way, you're going to hundred percent understand what I mean. But it's definitely like a, a, it's a, it's a daily thing. And let me just, okay, let me stop talking in code. I hate that. <laughs> Tonight's episode is called Imposter Syndrome. Imposter Syndrome. Like, come on, people of God. Like, children of the Lord. Yes, like, ooh, it's... <laughs> mm. It be hard out here in these streets. It's hard out here <laughs> in these streets sometimes because we don't know who God created us to be until we know who God created us to be. And that thing can hit you like weird. It hits you in like weird phases. Like you cannot sit here and tell me. That God told you something about yourself and you immediately felt comfortable in that thing. Like you immediately was just like, yes, 100%. Definitely see it. Like, yes, you're 100% right. I, I don't care what you say. It's cap, you know? It's cap. I don't care. Even if you didn't do it for long. Like there's some people like they don't do it for long. Like they may like take a little minute Mines, however, was very deep rooted. It was very deep, very tuck, baby. Why? Why now? I'm sorry, y'all. My child is here. <laughs> Why now? Huh? Let's just lay down. Let's just sit right here by mommy while she talks to your aunties and uncles. Let's just lay right here, okay? <laughs> it's deeply rooted. My identity in the world and who I thought I was and what I thought I was, like whose I was has been a journey. Like I've been very, very open about this journey. I have definitely not been, you know what I'm saying? I ain't been at the cross, at the cross. I just haven't been at the cross that long. Like I, I, I'm like I said, I'm very open. I knew who God was. I know who God is. 
But I'm saying in past tense. I'm not gonna get too deep. I'm not gonna get deep. It's not that deep. I knew who God was. I knew who Jesus was. I knew he died. I know he rose again. I ain't know nothing about the Holy Spirit at all. Absolutely nothing. I don't know how. I was very familiar with the Trinity. Like I knew the Father, Son, Holy Ghost. I knew that, but I didn't necessarily know him, the the Holy Spirit, right? So I didn't, that, whew, over here. Yeah, just whew, right on my head, okay? Right? So I knew all of these different things, but I didn't have any relationship. Cause see, it's really about relationship with the Lord. Like that's where everything stems from. Like that's the first, the first steps of, that's like in the, that's the starter pack. You hear me? That's the starter pack of the walk. You know, like who is God? Who is Jesus? What did Jesus do for you? Like, what did Jesus do for you all those years ago? Where is he at currently? Like, me and Chrissy laugh about it because um, my nephew, he had this cross. And, you know, on crosses, like some crosses, like they have Jesus, like, on the cross. Jesus not on the cross, right? He got up. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he got up. So we were cracking up. She was telling me this story. She was just like, the he, she, he called her and was like, Jesus fell off, so we got to go get it fixed. And she was like, no, you don't got to go get it fixed because Jesus is not on the cross. Like, he got up. He rose again. Like, he up there. Like, with the father. You hear me? Like, he rose, okay? He is not on that cross. So he went and got it fixed. Started wearing it again, fell off again. She's like, I keep trying to tell you <laughs> he is not on the cross. And we just, I'm talking about, I was hollering. I was laughing so hard because like for real, but it, it was so funny because he was just like, it just keeps breaking. What did he do? He got up. Like, you know what I'm saying? He got up. When he left, he said he was going to leave a comforter. Do you know that? Do you know you got a comforter dwelling in your place for those that receive him? Like, you know what I'm saying? I didn't know. Those are the starter pack things. Like, you know what I'm saying? But I really wasn't familiar with that. So once I started getting familiar with, you know what I'm saying? Like, I had the basics. Like, I like I need to pray. Like, I pray a little bit. Like, you know what I'm saying? I look like I pray a lot on Facebook. And my Facebook memories kind of like tell and I'd be like dang was I really praying that much because I really don't think I was but transparent moment like y'all know every time y'all be posting on Facebook everything don't be 10 10 you know it don't you know what I'm saying because I just didn't feel like I was praying that much like I felt like I would say certain stuff because like I said I had an awareness you know I had been baptized not by choice no, I, yes, I did. No, the first time I got baptized was not by choice. It was by, you are a child and you've been going this water. And we had to memorize the scripture and that was the way that we got baptized. Okay. And then I went to, I moved to Tallahassee and I made a choice to get baptized again. But I really still didn't start the relationship. I didn't really have the teaching I didn't really have the the knowledge or the the resources to understand. Hey, 
getting that word. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, what exactly did you just agree to do? Like, what exactly, what, what just happened? Like, you know what I'm saying? What's the next steps? So it wasn't until I got to my current ministry that I got the next steps where it was like, okay, you need to be the, you need to get the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Okay. The Trinity. Okay. It wasn't until this, this big age <laughs> that I'm at now, after all of those things that I just went through, it started long ago. My grandmother is a pastor. Like it started birth. You know what I'm saying? But the awareness, the understanding of how the fellowship works wasn't until I got to my current ministry. So, of course, now that I'm talking past tense, but now that I've gotten the baptism of the Holy Spirit, I understand getting that word. You know what I'm saying? Figure out what it's saying about you. Like, start with John 1 and 1. In the beginning was the word. Okay, like, and the word was with God, and the word was God. Come on, like, listen, get in that thing, get in that thing, and dig into it. What did Jesus do for you? Like, it's okay to know Jesus, but what did he do? Why, why, why do you need to know Jesus? Why is Jesus so important to know? Like, I don't know why I have to say this right now, but I feel that thing. Like, figure out why, why you need to know Jesus, because knowing Jesus is not enough, and I found that out in this process that I'm going to go into. I promise I'm going to get there. But when I got into that process of doing that, of course, now I'm more apt to hearing. God is always talking, regardless of whether you're listening. He's always talking, always. He never is not. He's always leading. He's always guiding. He's always instructing. He's always convicting. He's always doing these things. Are you listening? Are you hearing? You may be listening. Are you hearing? Okay. So, now that I can hear, God is like, yes. Baby girl, this is it. This is who you are. Boom, we can just stop and start right here at the CDTV. There's so many different examples of imposter syndrome that I can pull out my bag, but I'm going to stay real close to home with this one. Exceeding TV. God is like, yes, this is what I want you to do. You're 100% capable. My immediate answer, if you've seen the first episode, is absolutely not. No, <laughs> I'm good. I'm okay. That's fine. That's not me. How crazy that sound? It sounds ridiculous. You don't even got an answer. It's all rhetorical. It sounds absolutely ridiculous to tell the creator of yourself that you are not who he just said that he created you to be because of your, your thoughts of inadequacy. Because that is what imposter syndrome is. Imposter syndrome. I kind of looked it up. I found out a lot of stuff on imposter syndrome. Because what I like to do is what I what I ask God is when he gives me a topic and it it's a worldly term. Like I ask him to show me imposter syndrome in the Bible. Like I want to see the truth. I want to go straight to the truth. And I want to see the person. Like because that's. 
Yes. First person that came up, Moses. Like, can't do that. That ain't me. I'm not gonna go in there and tell that man Nate Thanyard. Okay. <laughs> I'm not gonna go tell him nothing at all about them people or otherwise. Which is so crazy because you grew up with them folks. Like that should have been easy, right? That that in my mind. See, this is me, because this is the way I read the Bible. I don't know how you read the Bible, but I put myself in there. Especially the Old Testament. Cause I found out recently, like I read if you know, you know, but the first first book of the Bible that I've ever read was James. Like first one, front to back, commentary, like taking notes, just digging off in that thing was James. I have no clue why, but that's my homeboy in real life. Like, I don't, I don't care what you say. Like James, you can't touch him. Like, I rock with James. You know what I'm saying? Nat, please. Okay. <laughs> I rock with James. Okay. That was the first one I read. So I was more apt, right? I was more apt to the New Testament. The New Testament, because when I did join my current ministry, my apostle said, you start with John. And because... You can start with Genesis, but you don't really know how that applies to you. Go to the meat of it. John is short, sweet, to the point. It is the shortest gospel. That thing is to the point. This is what happened. This is how it happened. Jesus died. He got up. Listen. Boom, 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 bam. Anybody, any, Anytime anybody asks me, how, where do I start? I always say John. Then go back to Matthew, Mark, Luke. Luke is my absolute favorite. I have no clue why. I think it's like the details in it. Like his his commentary just does it for me. I don't know. I don't know why. But it's, it's, it is my favorite one. But of the Gospels. But I always say go to John, Matthew, Mark, Luke. That's how it's taught to me. It worked. It helped me. Like it helped me to like, because where do you fit in? Like what what is the purpose of going on this journey if you don't know where you fit in into the to the narrative. The the narrative is listen, Jesus died and rose for you. Like this is the this is the thing. This is the good news. This is what you need to hear. But like I said, read James first. That's what they got to my ministry structure. Start with John. Started with John. Read the gospels. But I kind of stayed in the New Testament. I just noticed that. Like I noticed that when I just recently, and I'm not going to say like too recently, I'm going to say about 2020 because 2020 was really when I started like really getting in my word. And I was kind of feeling like right before COVID, I really started to like sit down and like read and like read based on the Holy Spirit telling me what to read and not necessarily what I wanted to read or something that piqued my interest. Like I actually asked him, Hey, what like what do I need to read? And he took me to Jeremiah and there was a scripture in Jeremiah that actually helped me. If you save me, I'll be saved. If you heal me, I'll be I'll be healed. And that's not the whole scripture, but that's that was the 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 structure of what I needed when I went to the hospital. Like that was I stood on that. Like Listen, if you heal me, I'm going to be healed. Like, and it was so, it was, 
I feel like he needed to get that in me because I didn't know the by his stripes we are healed. Like I didn't I didn't know that. I hadn't gotten into that. Of course I heard it, but I it wasn't in my spirit. You know what I'm saying? Like it wasn't in my spirit. But that particular that interpretation of that scripture was in my spirit. So it it stuck with me and it it helped me. And I've told the story about how when I got COVID, that was guys telling me like, hey, I need to talk to you. You need to talk to me. You don't know you need to talk to me as much as you've been talking to me, but you need to talk to me more than what you've been talking to me. So that was like, but that was really like, I kind of just, you know what I'm saying? I was reading Jeremiah. He stopped me from reading Jeremiah. And it was because I wasn't listening to him. I was trying to complete a task. And I'm kind of off topic, but it, it all flows. You know it flows. <laughs> I was completing a task. I was not going to him and say, okay, what do you need me to read today? Like, what, what do you need me to study today? What do you need me to know today? I was just reading to complete a task because I was, he told me to read Jeremiah. So I took him out of it. Crazy. Like reading the letter of the word, not getting no revelation, just reading, like just reading. And so it was easy for me to fall off from reading because I wasn't, I was just reading to complete. I wasn't reading to understand. Catch that. Don't read to just be reading. You need to have a conversation. If you don't understand something, if you need to know something, if something is supposed to be applied, if this is your manual, this is how you live, this is how you're supposed to go on. These are all the answers that you need. You need to understand that. Like, okay. But 2020, I didn't really read the Old Testament and I kind of stayed in the New Testament. And so when I started working on the journal and God gave me that revelation about the principle before the promise, I was just reading the, the chapters of the Bible that had the promise, like the new covenant, like the good stuff, like the new Testament is the good stuff. Like it's the, after Jesus, like it's the good stuff. Okay. Like it's not like great, like, oh my God, but they like old Testament, it get, it get down and dirty in the old Testament. Like it get down and dirty. Okay. They was living under they was living under different stuff. They weren't living under grace. Like they, they was living under the law. They cut your head off. Like take you out of there. Right. I was not reading that stuff. <laughs> I was reading the promises. Okay. Like five out. That's what I want to read. So God was like, Hey, listen, I need you to read the manual, not the promises. Mm, gotcha. Okay. So I started getting into reading the new testament slowly but surely because i started noticing like people are like bringing up names and they talking about stuff like saul and like david and like i knew them but i ain't know them like i didn't know them aaron like i knew a little bit you know what i'm saying like i knew what i could retain from listening but i didn't necessarily know of course, you know Moses. Everybody know Moses. But I still didn't know Moses like I needed to know Moses. I didn't know the whole process. I didn't know he didn't get in the promised land. Like, there were so many things that I just genuinely did not know, right? But this was just me giving a backstory of me going back to the Old Testament. It's all right. 
flow with me. Well, it's the season finale. I'm feeling it. And I'm really feeling this topic. So, getting into the Old Testament. And when he brought up Moses, I'm like, hmm, makes sense. But it didn't make sense to me. That's exactly where I was going. I do that. But I'm like, you grew up with, with Shani. Like, that should have been really easy for you to do. Even with what you did with killing that guard. Like, even with you doing that and fleeing and all those kind of things. You still grew up with this man. Like, like grew up, grew up with each other. But that is that thing where God comes and tells you that you're going to do a thing that you would not necessarily normally do. And you feel inadequate to do that. Because it says that imposter syndrome is a term coined in modern psychology to describe feelings of self-doubt and inadequacy despite evidence of competence. Right? That's like a the world. You know what I'm saying? That's a world definition. But it, it really still... It really still applies because it's kind of just like, it's that, it's that doubt of like, that's not who you're, that's not who you, who you know yourself to be. Because before your relationship with God, like, unless you started like right when you could talk, you know what I'm saying? Like you really got that understanding fresh out, you know, like (laughs) fresh out the gate. Then you, you had an identity before Christ. Like everybody was an ex something. We say that in our ministry. Everybody's an ex something. It don't matter what it is. If yours wasn't drug, you was an ex. Uh, 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 you was an ex something. Okay, it don't matter what it is. Something that was not of God. It, you was you was that. Like, ain't no big sin, little sin. You was an ex something. You was a whosoever. <laughs> like you was yes. So it's like before that you you have this identity or you have this 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 thought of who you are like you have your your parents tell you who you are your friends tell you who you are your teachers tell you who you are your boss will tell you who you are the world will tell you listen to me the world will tell you who you think that you are and so I had a lot of characteristics that I thought that I was And then I get to a point where I'm growing my relationship with God and and I'm reading his word and he's telling me through his word, you are chosen, you are peculiar, you are royal, you are holy, you are set apart, you are the head and not the tail, you are always above and never below, you are the lender and not the borrower, you are plenteous and good, you are fearfully and wonderfully made you are marvelous like you are mine (laughs) like you're mine you are a joint heir to Jesus Christ like come on now a joint heir you are an ambassador you are free you are whole he's telling me these things and and he's telling me to do things from that place and not who I have created in my mind that I am. Like he's telling me from the place that he created me and not where I'm actually standing at. So he's telling me and my flawed self to sit down and be a vessel to speak 
to his people. This is how he's telling me, like, I want you to sit and grow out loud in front of my people. I want you to talk to my people. And if that's one person, if that's a thousand people, if that's five people, if it's, if it's 10,000 people, I want you to sit down and do it. And I don't care. I don't want you to concern yourself with who that person is or who those people are. I just really just want you to sit down and do it because I know what I put in you. The voice, the, the cadence, the, the sense of humor, the personality. Like I had a girl, she, I was sitting there and, um, my sister key is going to school to be an esthetician. We talked about that recently like eh, my girl um but she is doing um Christy's eyebrows and I'm sitting there and I'm not facing the girl but I'm talking to Christy while she's laying down and she's like do you remember me and I turn around and I look at her and I'm like you look familiar but I don't really like listen Listen, I remember events. <laughs> I don't necessarily remember names. I don't necessarily remember faces. But if you could tell me an event that we did together, I can remember it. I know that's weird, but that's really just how my brain works. Like, and she's like, we were in Girl Scouts together. And I'm like, yes, I do remember you. And her name, like, she told me her name. And I'm like, oh, my goodness. And she was like, you know, I saw your face. And I'm like, I know her. But she said, you, you know what I I really, what I really, what really made me recognize you was your voice. She said, you always had like a, um, I can't think of the word she said, but she was like, you have like this, this upbeat voice. Like she was like, that's what, like when I heard you talk, like I immediately knew it was you. And I was like sitting there in awe. And I'm like, I didn't have like this voice. Like I had so many people, like my uncle, he was like, I listened to your podcast. He was like, I don't know where you get that energy from. Like he said, no, I do know where you get that energy from the lord but he's just like your your energy is infectious god literally made me how i am for purpose there's a purpose to how you are there's a purpose to the things that you say and how you say them and how you go through and how you grow through and how you process things and the way your brain works and the way your 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 words come out of your mouth. There is so much purpose because God is so just masterful in how he created. And there's no two people in this world, even twins in the same same housing unit <laughs> for nine months or however many months twins go that they don't look the same and they don't act the same. Even if they're identical, there's something different about them. God is so beautiful in the way that he is very particular in our differences for a purpose because everybody has somebody assigned to them. There are some people that are absolutely going to watch exceeding TV just because of my bubbly personality. <laughs> They're just going to simply just listen because it just, it does something for them. And that's just what it is. But imposter syndrome will tell you that it's not effective because it doesn't reach everybody. And that's, 
I've dealt with that. I've dealt with that. That's that's kind of how it began with like the views and like, oh my God, nobody's watching it. Like nobody's watching it all the way through. Nobody's listening to it. Like I'm just looking at these numbers and he's like, cut that out. Don't do that no more. Like stop doing that. And it's kind of just like, he had to tell me like, if nobody but one person comes and, and skips to the middle and they don't even know why they skip to the middle and they hear that one sentence that I told you to say that was just for them. And they just listened to those five seconds of that, that one video that's an hour and 20 minutes long. And if they got something in that five seconds, that is what you're sitting here for. And that's it. And that's, that's the, that's, that's the thing. That's the, that's the process. That's the, the purpose. Like that is the, the true purpose is that it doesn't have anything to do with me at all. And I, I really have dealt and I'm dealing with that process of God telling me something telling my spirit something, which is, that's, that's who I am. You're a spirit. You have a soul, you live in a body, but you are a spirit first. So when I, when he speaks, those that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. Like when he speaks, he's speaking to your spirit. So he's speaking to the part of me, the me, cause the me I know is right here like the skin i know i know the the i know what i've labeled and what people have labeled and what i have called this skin this body that i'm in inadequate um underachiever um lazy worthless like i i didn't heard i didn't heard and said a lot of different things about this body that I am taking, I'm housing right now, that I'm, I'm, I'm currently living in. And then I have my father in heaven telling me, you are fearfully and wonderfully made. Like you are chosen. Like I chose you, I choose you daily. As long as there is breath in your body, I have chosen you for a purpose. I have great, greater things are you going to do? Like you're going to do great things and you're going to reach people. And if your whole life is just for five people, you are going to greatly affect those five people. And that is okay. And that, that process of, of being okay with, whatever and whoever and however God has you maneuvering and why he had you maneuvering and what he has you doing, like it only should boil down to the why. Why you asking all them questions, right? But that imposter syndrome, boy, that thing will creep up on you. <laughs> that thing creeps up on you. And a lot of, of mine had to do with me being a people pleaser, a people pleaser, um, no boundaries whatsoever. Like that low self-esteem and like really putting people above myself. Like I have a, a knack 
I had a knack. We're gonna say had because we're gonna we're gonna speak to the to the to that spirit. Okay, I had a knack of telling people yes when I wanted to say no, or when I needed to say no, or when it was detrimental to say no. I had a I had a thing of like a feeling of I'm failing you or I'm failing at something or I'm not fulfilling what I what 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 I am to you and recently very recently um within this year like God has really been dealing with me no I would say I would say last year I would say last year he's been dealing with me about boundaries and really and I set a boundary and lost somebody that I just genuinely never thought I would never talk to again. Like, and I'm not saying that I won't ever talk to them again, but I lost them and it was fast. Like, mm, who that thing was too fast. The boundaries is like, uh, it'll hit you in the chest. But like, it was like, I wanted to say something and I really couldn't even say that then. Like I was like on mute. I was like, listen, uh-uh, get somebody else to do it. Like, you know what I'm saying? But like I, I I didn't I didn't have that I didn't have that balance of of boundaries. And when you don't have that balance, the real battle, cause see what you think of what I thought and what I thought was it was just me versus everybody's opinions, but really it's people pleasing versus God pleasing. Like looking for that validation from people instead of knowing who you are in God, instead of embracing who he's telling you that you are to please somebody walking around here with you. Like <laughs> he sits high and look low. Like I created you. I created both of y'all. <laughs> First of all, I created both of y'all, both of them. I created both of them. That in itself should already tell you, like, there's nobody walking around down here that got it all together. I started off the episode with that. Like, you cannot tell me that God told you who you was and you was just like, yep, show you right. Bow, 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 gonna walk in that tomorrow. Okay, today, right now, hmm, bring it on, come on, no. <laughs> Cut it, it's cap. Like, no. Don't believe you, honestly, don't believe you. But it's like when you when you have that 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 need for that validation because you're a people pleaser like you you seek to to not really cause any issues like I was very accommodating. I was very 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 accommodating. I was very 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 accommodating to people no matter how it made me feel no matter what I actually wanted to do no matter what was actually going on and God was like uh uh no it's not going to work for me like I need you to be doing what I need you to be doing and you can't do what I need you to be doing if you're always doing what somebody else wants you to be doing it's not gonna work but that that pool of like, that's what you're supposed to do. Like you're supposed to be, like I was I was talking to my friend um, the other day and we were talking about like the boundaries and like really knowing who you are. And I was, I was telling, I was actually talking to two of my friends and 
I was just telling them, I was just like, who are you? Like, you don't really know who you are until you know who, what God says you are. And God did not call you to be somebody's footstool. He literally said, I will make your enemies your footstool. Like, you are not somebody's trash can. Like, and I was just talking to them and I was telling them and I was like, you know, that boundary of like who you think that you are or who the world says is an acceptable person to be. And you literally just sway into that. Like I was telling her, like, I was like, okay, like I was the friend that no matter what time you called me, I was going to get out of my bed and I was going to do whatever. It could be three o'clock in the morning. It could be five o'clock in the morning. It could be in the middle of me doing something. It could be in the middle of me just resting. And I was like, I had to grasp this thing of like, and telling people like me being free and me being available are two different things. I may be free, but that does not make me available. Adapt that. Like I had to literally do like a no week. And so like the no week started off with a no day where I was just like, I don't do anything I don't want to do. Physically wise, like it didn't even have anything to do with spiritually. I had to get into that because God had to tell me like, that's good. That's great. But are you going to do, are you going to rest but not stop? Let's take it back to the beginning. You're going to rest but not stop because resting is great. Yes, absolutely. I don't want you running around rampant doing all of these things for everybody else. But if you're not going to in turn stop doing it for everybody else and start doing everything that I need you to do, I'm going to tell you it's fruitless, baby. I'm, it, I, I ain't with you on that either. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? But I had a no week and I, I didn't, it wasn't that I didn't do anything, but if there was something that was just like, I need you to come and take me. Da, 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 da. If I didn't feel like doing that at that very moment, no. If I didn't feel like answering the phone when you called me, I love you, but no, I'm not going to be able to do that. Like it started there. And then once I started partnering that with the Lord, it got real bad. That's when the boundaries came in and that's when people started dropping like that's an unbounded because not only was I not going to do what you wanted me to do but I was definitely going to be doing something that the God, that God wanted me to do that the Lord wanted me to be doing like I'm gonna be over here doing that like that's what I want to do so it was kind of just like I was telling her I was like you know it sounds good to be that person like people always say like oh my goodness I can depend on you like I can always call you and I can all I just know you're gonna answer the phone I know you're gonna drop everything that sounded so good didn't it like everybody wants a friend that's just like oh my goodness no matter what's going on I can call you and I know that you're gonna drop everything and just I know I can call you no matter what time of night it is and I started thinking and I just decided one day that I didn't want to be that that friend <laughs> I'm sorry I didn't I no no I don't want to do that like I don't want to disregard myself and what I'm feeling and what I'm doing and what I have going on to put other people before me and so it was a process. That process started with that. Like, no. When I say no, I mean no. Like, it's not always a yes. Because I was a I was an always yes person. Like, I was absolutely 100% always going to say yes, no matter, begrudgingly, however I was going to do it, however I was going to get it done. And that's probably why I ain't got no car right now. 
Actually, I know that's why I don't have a car right now because God told me for sure, like, you need to sit down and be alone with me. Like, I need you talking to me. Like, if you had a car, you would be over here, over there, everywhere, but at your house talking to me. And you know it. And I'll be like, God, I don't even ask God, like, okay, can I go get a car? Like, he had already shut it down and was like, listen, I'm too big to miss. You can't go over me, under me, or around me. When it's time, I promise you, I'm going to let you know. But as of right now, I need you right where you at in that house talking to me. That's what I need you doing. Or going, when you go out, I need you going the places where I tell you to go. Like, that's really, and everywhere I need to go, ministry-wise, like, I'm, I go, I get, I get exactly where I need to be. <laughs> I promise you, I get everywhere I need to be. There is not a place that I don't get that I need to be that I don't get there. So I don't be tripping. I really don't be tripping. But that was, that was a big thing. Like, I was never at home. I was just. Go, 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 go. There would have been so many trips. I would have been out of town. I was in the city. I would have been outside. You hear me? Like, outside. Both of my best friends live in a different city. Like, I would have been outside. God was like, no, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. You need to talk to me more in this season. Like, you talk to me, but I need you to talk to me more in this season. I need you to dig in and... And you know what I'm saying? I really need you to like be here with me. <laughs> this see, I need you to get get close, get get tucked in, get locked in. If we locked in, ain't no switching up. Like I need you, ain't no switching up. I don't need you switching up because where I'm taking you and what I have for you to do, I need you locked in. You know what I'm saying? But that's for those boundaries. That's that's you know what I'm saying. But I had to realize like, okay. That's not who I want to be. I don't want to be that person always just like, uh, just bobbleheaded everywhere doing everything. I didn't want that. I didn't want that anymore. And okay, like I got past that, right? That's the first process. Go right into God like, oh, bet you don't want that? Let me tell you what I want for you. And I'm like, I can't do that. So I brought those same those same expectations into my relationship with God. And I'm just like, I can't fail when it comes to you. And he had, he really, really, really had to tell me. And I'm so, I'm so sad and I'm not going to be sad anymore because as I'm hearing myself say it, which is the purpose of exceeding TV, as I'm hearing myself say it, it sounds so foolish, but I was going to say that I'm so sad that he has to keep reminding me that he is not like people and that mistakes are a part of the journey because you will never be perfect and that and that imposter syndrome gives you that feeling of just like you're going to fail like you are not you are not adequate you are you are you are inadequate in doing this even though the creator of you is telling you this is who you are he's not giving you a suggestion it's not like you testing it out like you're not test driving a car he's literally telling you this is literally what i created you to do i created you to sit down in this seat and talk i, I did it i made your voice like that this girl recognized you she didn't see your face she literally recognized you from behind you listening to your voice like be for real like that's the guy we took like 
And I'm gonna stop saying it because I, I that comes with that comes with the territory. That comes with the who I thought I was. Like that comes with the thinking I'm gonna get in trouble. Like I'm gonna be like that's how I live my life. Like I live my life in a very much like I can't make a mistake. Like I always, because I'm a people pleaser. Like I have to please everybody. It's not just certain people. Like I had to please everybody. I looked for validation. Now there were certain people and certain titles and certain levels of people that I look for validation more, like, especially like leaders over me or like my parents. Like I looked and I craved that validation. And so when I began this relationship with God, it was kind of just like, I've already chosen you. You're not competing for anything. Before you even created who you thought you were, I had already, before I formed you in your mother's womb, I already knew all of that, that you was going to do. Like, and I still chose you. And that makes me so emotional when I, when I spend time with God and like my, like my prayer, like when I'm praying, like that always comes up in my prayer and it always reduces me to tears. Like it always brings me to tears. I'm not even going to say reduces me to tears. It just brings me to tears. And I just say, God, I thank you for knowing me and still loving me. Like, I thank you for knowing me and still choosing me. I thank you for knowing me and still calling me. I thank you for knowing me and still using me because I spent a lot of my earlier, earlier times with my relationship with God, really beating myself up about the things that I've done and how long it took for me to get to that point. And like, just thinking about me, like I still messed up. I still did the thing. I still, I still did so many things. Like there were so many, so many habits and so many things that I brought over into my relationship with God. And it was just like, thank you for, for knowing that <laughs> and still sitting me down in the seat and using me and, and, and letting me know, like you created me for this. Like you created me and even though I've made mistakes and I've and I've been places that I shouldn't have been and I've said things that I shouldn't have said and I've done things that I shouldn't have done, like to know that you still choose me for what you've already created me for, like to still choose me, even though in between you making, even though you, in between you creating me as that and right now, <laughs> like so much has happened because I'm trying to tell you, I did not come out of my mother Hallelujah, praise Jehovah, Jesus Christ is Lord and Savior. I didn't come out like that. I didn't. Like, even though I was exposed to that, I didn't. And I definitely, between when I was exposed to it and when I finally, like, sat down somewhere, I definitely did a whole bunch of, a whole, 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 <laughs> a whole lot of stuff in between the knowledge and the the actual commitment, the actual relationship. And you still, <laughs> like, does that not just like, think about that. Like if you have never thought about that, like I, I literally sat down and thought about like that, thought about that like, God, I thank you for knowing me because if don't nobody know you, you and God know you. Like you and God know exactly what you did. Now you may not tell your neighbor, 
<laughs> you may not tell your homegirl. You might not tell your parents. You might not tell your boyfriend, your girlfriend, your husband, or your wife. You may not tell them everything, but God knows everything, and you know everything. And I know me, if don't nobody know me. And I know the things I did, said, and thought. And for God to be like, I love you. I need you to. I need you to do this because I made you for this. Like I, I created you for this. That is so like oh the overwhelming, never ending, reckless love of God. Like what? Huh? Like it's so overwhelming, and like I, I see how that that imposter syndrome comes into to distract. I see how that spirit. Because it's it's all spiritual. I see how that spirit comes in to distract you from just the pureness of God just saying, I know you did that, but I knew you were going to do that before you did that. And I had already told you. You were already mine when you did it. Whether you knew you were mine, whether you acknowledged me in your day-to-day, whether you talked to me in your day-to-day, whether you prayed every day, whether you read your word, whether you... It, whether you acknowledge what my son did, whether you acknowledge any of that, before any of that, I had already chose you. That just, and I see how that spirit can come in and just snuff that out. Like that's the whole point. It was a, it was one, let me see what it said. It was so good. It says, imposter syndrome is the silent killer of one's calling. It hides in the shadow of our insecurity, shaming us with lies of our inadequacy. The core problem isn't that you feel bad about yourself. The core problem is imposter syndrome is a distraction from action. It's the, it distracts you and keeps you so focused on who you think that you are, even though your creator, I keep saying that your creator is, he already made you that thing. Like you, if he made you to be like, this is in me waiting. Like when I was born, like from conception, <laughs> like it was already, CDTV was going to come to fruition because God said so. There was nothing that was going to happen. Like it may have been delayed due to my flim flamming, you hear me? But it was always going to be, it was always going to be what it is. It was always going to be that. That realization in itself, it helps. It doesn't, it helps. I'm going to just leave it at that. It helps because there are things that, that you do that you don't even know that you're doing, that you don't even know are of, that are going to go towards your calling. They're going to go towards your person purpose. There are things that's going towards your purpose that you have absolutely no clue about right now that you're doing. If you have not fully stepped out of feeling like an imposter and truly stepping into who God has called you to be. Like there are things that you do every single day. That girl told me that from Girl Scouts, she remember my voice from the fifth grade. I was in Girl Scouts in elementary school. You remember my, my voice sounded like this in the fourth and fifth grade? Like that, I know I didn't sound like this, but like that was such a distinction. Like I felt like that was just God, like the build up to this episode was just like, God was just showing me like, listen, I made you this. 
I made you like this. Like I took my time and created you exactly how you are. You are not missing anywhere, missing anything. You are not anywhere that you're not supposed to be. Like it doesn't matter what is going on. My will will be done. And that's just done dada that's the that's the end i am the beginning and the end only i know the beginning and the end of a thing of a season of a person i am the only one like i am the this girl told me from from elementary school like i remember your voice the cadence of your voice and then my uncle comes and tells me he was like your energy like just hearing you like when I hear you, like, like, it's just like, it's contagious, it's infectious. Like this girl is telling me, I remember that infectious, what you're doing right now. Like I remember that in my head from back then that I could pick you out in a crowd. Like, I was like, first of all, that's a gift. Cause one, that's a gift. But seriously though, like that just blew my mind. Like that, she didn't say like, oh, I remembered your face. Like she said, she was like, I saw your face, but I, I was like, I kind of think I remember. But when I heard your voice, I 100% knew who you were. I immediately knew who you were from your voice. That was like, that was like from my voice, like from my voice. Like she was like, yeah, like I remember. I can't remember the word she said, but it was just like, yeah, no, I definitely, yeah. I definitely remembered you. And like, of course I remembered her when she told me about the, the being in, in Girl Scouts, but it was just like, that was, that was crazy to me, but it's just, God took me to, cause I'm trying to tell you, I'm, I'm getting into the Old Testament. The Old Testament really, it's, it's crazy. It's not crazy at all. The Old Testament has like the examples of how God can use regular people to do extraordinary things. Like the whole Bible in itself is God using regular people. But the Old Testament is full to the brim of flawed people doing crazy stuff and God being like, let me turn it around for them. So you can see and this be your example. So I wanted to... I don't know where it came from. I have a sticky note of lists of of names that I heard. And I'm like, I'm going to study these. And I'm just going to allow God to tell me when. Like, because that's the relationship. That's, he knows what I need and when I need it. So, of course, last week, it was a missing piece. I couldn't record it last week. I tried. I'm like, okay, God, it's just me. It's not like I have to, like, correlate with, like, correspond with Christy and be like, okay, like, can we do it this week? Can we do it that day? Can we do it this day? Nothing. Chrissy didn't even ask. So that's how I knew. I'm like, okay, it's just me. Season finale. I, I did the season finale last season. So I'm like, okay, cool. But I'm like, let me go ahead and do it. Like, I could do this. Like, come on. You know, I'm always ready. I'm always on go-go when it comes to TV. Couldn't do it. Couldn't record it. Couldn't sit still long enough. I found out why <laughs> over the weekend because I began to read about Elijah and he was on my list and I went and found, um, in first Kings, I went and found him and I began to read about him and I came to the account about when he got depressed, right? So 
I dealt with depression. So immediately I'm like, my boy, I feel you, dog. Like, I feel you, baby. <laughs> like, I dealt with that. So he began to, he began to, like, he, he, you know, he went to the, basically he asked God, like, okay, take me out. Like, I'm done. Like, these people trying to kill me. Like, I did this miraculous thing. Like, it was really you. Like, I did a thing. And this lady trying to kill me, this Jezebel, like, Jezebel trying to kill me. Like, come on now. Did y'all not see what I did? Like, and he went to the, okay, so he went to the, to off by himself. Because that's what depression do. That's what they want to do to you. want to separate you. So the enemy can really rawr. You feel me? Like really can pounce on you and make you feel like it's only you that's going through that. It was perfect. Like I've been saying that and I've been hearing that. And I never actually read and heard in the, in, in the truth, in the manual, in the, in, the, in the Bible, where that came from. That isolation. Like, you know what I'm saying? And getting you off by yourself to further just dig it in there. So I was like, immediately, I was like, okay, God, I know why I needed to read this. Like, I know. So as I'm reading, I'm reading and 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 God was like, why are you here? And he was just like, man, look, check this out. Read commentary. I did this thing and these people are still trying to kill me. Like, I'm the only one that knows that you are the one true living God. And then it goes down a little bit more, literally like within a couple of scriptures. And God asked him again, why are you here? Why? Like he basically, he went off to the, he went off to the, the, the forest by himself. Angel comes and feeds him. He said, rise and eat. Okay. Boom. He tell him again, rise and eat two times. And then he goes and goes on this 40 day and 40 night journey to Mount Sinai, Mount Harad. Heard the nad. Yes, I'm so sorry, but let me, no, I got to like my spirit just won't let me skip over it because I got to say the the right one, Harib, Horeb, but it also says that it was Sinai, Mount Horeb. We're just gonna go with that. Boom. Okay. That wasn't the part that I zoned in on. So, okay. Take it with love. <laughs> but, so, he fled to that. Like, he fled there 40-day, 40 40-night 40 trek. That should have taken 10 days. It took him 40 days and 40 nights. And it said it should have taken 10 days. So, I'm talking about real depressed. Gets there. Guy like, hey, why you here? Who this for? Okay, sorry. <laughs> why you here? And he's like, you know... Listen, check this out. These people trying to kill me. I'm the only one. God asked me again, why are you here? Like, probably trying to give him a chance. Like, come on now, be for real. Why are you here? So, he says it again, and God gives him an assignment. He was like, okay, I want you to go over here and tell this man that he is the king of Syria. And I want you to go over here and tell this man that he is the king of Israel. And I want you to go pick up a lie sure and tell him that he finna you finna pass your mantle on him like you finna, you finna work with him y'all finna be buddy buddy right y'all finna be together and so as i was as i was reading it and i'm like okay god that's why i asked god like god, okay 
help me to understand. And he's like, I don't deal in problems. I deal in solutions. And I was like, uh. <laughs> huh? You had to eat me up like that. You did not have to eat me up like that. Cause that, that ripped my edges out. Like what edges I do have ripped them right on out. I was like, wait a minute, run it back. And he was like, I don't deal with problems. I deal with solutions. I am, I have all of the answers. Like I know the things that you need. I know the things that you don't need. I know the purpose that I've set before you. And that thing hit me when it said that imposter syndrome is a distraction from action. God is not going to address the issue I'm just going to deal with the solution. I'm gracious enough to listen to you. I love you. I want you to come to me and tell me. But like, that's what he asked him. What are you here for? He knew what he was going to say. He knew why he was there. He knew that he was in that depression. That he knew that he knew what was going on. But he, he never actually sat there and counseled with him about the issue. And I was like. Oh my goodness. Like, uh, he never addressed the issue. He never, he allowed him to express himself and he loved him enough. To, he's such a good father. Like I'm going to listen to that thing, but I'm not going to speak to that thing because I didn't make you that thing. I didn't give you, I didn't give you a spirit of depression. I did not create you with a spirit of depression. So I'm going to speak to who I created you to be. I created you to be a prophet and I need the prophet I got to give you something to get your mind off the fact of, that you, you something that I didn't tell you to be. <laughs> My God, like I didn't tell you that you were that. I did tell you, however, that you were a messenger. You were a vessel. I was going to use you. So I'm not going to speak to that thing that's trying to convince you that that's who you are. I'm going to speak to who I created you to be and who I created you to be. I need you to be that. And the, the more you, the more you're that, the more you understand who you are, the more you understand who I created you to be, who you are and whose you are. That doesn't even, that won't even be on you anymore. I need you to move. Like once you, once you separate yourself and you get stagnant and you stay in a place, that's how that thing can get on you and stay on you and attach you and slow you down. But I'm not going to deal with that. I'm just going to continue to to show you who you are. And it was like. Uh, all this inadequacy and all this, this validation and all this people pleasing and all of this doubt and, and, and worry and. I can take those things and, and internalize them and I can sit in them and I can think about them and I can harp on about them and I can go to God about them because I have, he has asked me, what are you doing here? And the here may not be on the top of a mountain, but the here is, why is your mind here? Like, what are you doing in this headspace? What are you doing in the dealing in the spirit of fear when I didn't give you a spirit of fear but of power and of love and a sound mind what are you doing here and I know that God has asked a couple of y'all listening what are you doing here like why are you here in this place like why are you here in this space in this mindset in this 
sometimes it might actually be a place. Like my particular situation is not a place. It may be a place. What are you doing here? And he's asking you because he 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 knows why you're there. He knows. But I want you to tell me. And what I had to understand is that I would get so down and so down on myself and so sad and so like confused. And we know confusion comes from the enemy. But I would get so confused and off track with thinking about why I'm here, why I'm in this particular space. Like, why is my mind always going to this? Like, why is this the, the, the particular spirit that I keep picking up? Why is this the same mistake? Why do I look for validation from, from people when God literally told me, I just, if it's just one person, if it's half of a person that come and watch it, like I, I get so down on myself and God just keeps giving me topics. Like he keeps just giving me visions. He keeps giving me provision. He keeps giving me these things and he never actually addresses what I'm telling him. And I finally sat down and found the missing piece on why I couldn't record because I needed to, I needed to know, like I, he had to tell me through Elijah, I don't deal in problems. There are no problems when it comes to me. There's no issues. There's no missteps. There's no mistakes. So I don't deal in those because I didn't give them to you. I can only deal with who I created you to be in hopes that you're so busy with my business that you don't have any other business to be concerned about. Like, cause when you do your father's business, he'll take care of yours because seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added unto you. If you take care of your father's business, then I'll take care of your business. I'll take care of that spirit of depression. If you just give it to me, if you just hand it to me, if you, cause you're cared for. So I told you to cast your cares on me because I care for you. So if you would just cast that on me, like if you'll give me that, then I'll give you abundance of joy. I'll give you strength. I'll give you hope. I'll give you those things that you that you think that you're going to get outside of me. Because let's be for real, we do. We think that me, I'm not going to say we, let's go to me. I thought that pleasing people was going to make me happy. <laughs> I thought it was going to make me feel fulfilled. It was going to make me feel like I was needed. It was going to make me feel like... I have purpose and it's really that deep and it sounds crazy, but I know that everybody watching this, you have that thing where you, you did it because you just felt like it was going to get you something. It was going to do something for you. And it was the missing, the, the missing ingredient, the missing thing that you were missing, the thing that was like, that slipped past you. You know what I'm saying? The thing that just, that slipped through the cracks that you just, it just never actually quite filled it was God. And God was like, I can give you the joy that you're looking for. I can give you the purpose, the fulfillment that you're looking for, but it's not going to be in that thing that you think that it's going to be in. It's not going to be that. It's going to be the purpose that I created you for. And the best trick of the enemy is to wear you out. I can't kill you. I can't. I can't take your promise. I can't 
make you something else, but I can make you think that you are. I can keep you so distracted and keep you feeling so inadequate and keep you feeling so down bad and so isolated and so just blah. And then I like what he did at the end of of giving him the assignment. He said, and it shall come to pass. No. 18. First Kings 19. 18. He said, yet I have left 7,000 in Israel, all the knees which have not bowed to Baal, Baal, and every mouth which have not kissed him. And Baal was lowercase God that they worshiped in that time. Fruitless. Okay. Whatever. No power. Okay. But that was his encouragement. Like he gave him the assignment and he still never dealt with the problem because what Elijah was saying, well, he was just like, let me see. He came to the cave, behold, the word of the Lord came to him and he said, what does thou, what does dost thou hear? I like King James version. I don't know, but sometimes it'd be like, all right, just say what you're doing here. That's why I got my commentary. What you, what you doing here, Elijah? And he said, I have been very jealous for the Lord God of hosts. For the children of Israel have forsaken thy covenant, thrown down thy altars, and slain thy prophets with the sword. And I, even I only, am left. And they seek my life to take it away. And basically what he was saying, like, it's, look, it's just me. I'm Even just me. Like, it's just me that, that ain't, they ain't with that foolishness. Like, <laughs> I ain't with that foolishness. And so God was like, look, check this out. Go over here and tell this person that and go tell that person this and go tell that person that. But guess what? I saved, say 7,000. So it's not just you because see, that's the trick of the enemy. Because if I can get you alone and feel like it's just you, like you're, you're, you're alone and it's, there's nobody else and that's his situation, but there's nobody else that's been that sad and there's nobody else that's done this thing and there's nobody else that has said that and there's nobody else that has not prayed every day and there's nobody else that hasn't done this and there's nobody else that hasn't done that if i can get you to to believe that i can keep you stuck i can keep you off the purpose i can keep you off your pivot i can keep you off the assignment i can keep you out of purpose i can make you believe that you're an imposter I can make you believe that you don't belong and that you're just sitting and pretending when you actually try to start what God tells you to do. When God shows you who he's called you to be, I can make you feel like you don't belong there. Like you've done too much or you don't know as much or you don't, you're not qualified. And God himself, the creator said, this is who you are. So it really is a lie. And that's all that man do is lie. The enemy don't do nothing but lie. He's a liar and the father of all liars. You hear me? Script, script. He is a liar and the father of all of them that lie. <laughs> like, that man don't got no new tricks. He does the same thing. Like, he was lying back then. He gonna be lying right now. And he's going to be lying to Jesus Christ coming and go ahead and send him on, send him on, send him on down. Send him on down. You hear me? So, stop. Like, God don't have, like, God has, like, gotten me to a point where he's, like, he don't, like, 
explain nothing. Like, I'd be like, he was like, um, I just said like so many times. I say like a lot. I'm going to get a reel together one day and just put all the times where I'd be like, <laughs> that's funny. But God was like, okay, I want you to, um, stop thinking about that situation. Right. And I'd be like, okay, God, absolutely. Cause obedience is better than sacrifice. Obedience is better than all of it. Okay. I like that. I like the, I like being obedient. So I, I say, okay, immediately. I don't, why are you asking all them questions? You hear me? Stop. Like, this is recent as you know. Okay. So I'm like, okay, boom. So eventually fleshy, just, this is before I stopped asking all them questions, honestly. Because I asked this question, and before I could even get the question out, he had already told me very, very matter-of-factly, just do it. I'm like, well, how am I supposed to... Because the question that I was going to ask was, how am I supposed to forgive somebody that's still doing the thing? And he told me, the same way I forgive you when you keep on doing the same thing. Every time. And I'm like, mm, you didn't have to say all that. But, <laughs> okay. Like, you didn't have to eat like that. Like, that was kind of unnecessary. But I feel you, though. You know what I'm saying? I appreciate you. I appreciate you. And I decided to open my mouth and say, because that, that was for knowledge. Like, that was for knowledge purpose. But then I started to get, like, silly. Right? And I was like, well, how am I supposed to? And before I could say how am I supposed to do he said, just do it. Like, before I can even get this, just do it. So this is what I'm telling you tonight. I told you that story to tell you, just stop. We gonna stop. We, us, as a unit. We are going to stop allowing the enemy to make us feel inadequate in a calling that we were created for before we got here. We are not imposters. Now, if God didn't tell you to do it and you just, you went and wasn't sent, I'm not going to call you an imposter, but I'm going to tell you it's dangerous. Sound like a danger zone situation, but that's between you and your soul salvation. But if God told you that you are whatever, fill in the blank, whatever it is, I don't even want to call out certain things because my brain used to be like, well, they ain't say what God told me. So it must be different. It's not <laughs> whatever it is that he told you that you are. Whatever it is that he told you you possess, whoever he has told you that he has purposed you for, what he has called you for, how to do it, when to do it, why you're doing it, that is really just that. Beginning and the end. It's really just that. If you know it to be God that told you, because be careful now, because the enemy will hype you up, like... You don't need no beast. You better hide your bestie up. Like, he'll hype you up, do some crazy stuff. He almost got me quit my job. I ain't gonna lie. I talked about that. But I was sure because he used what God told me. Like, listen, I know what I put in you. He was trying to get me to prematurely. That's what I'm saying. Sent. Went, not sent. It's the difference. When God sends you, that's different than you just going by yourself. But we ain't talking about that. We're just talking about us simply believing God. Just believe in God. And there was one thing I wanted to read because 
it genuinely helped me. It says, make it obedient to Christ. I feel like I cut off a piece of it. Who died on the cross to justify your belonging. By the blood of Christ, you belong. You belong in the church. You belong in the calling. You belong anywhere else on this planet that God wants you to be. So don't look at the people around you. Don't look at your shortcomings and don't even look at yourself. Just look at Jesus and move. It's not even you anyway. It's not you doing the thing anyway. It's all to give glory to God. So your shortcomings are just a a piece in the puzzle of his plan and his purpose. Whatever you may deem as a shortcoming, because we look at things and say, oh, it's a shortcoming. And God was like, yes, it's perfect. It's going to reach exactly who I need to reach. It's somebody that got the exact same problem. Okay. (laughs) Like they got the exact same problem. They have the exact problem quotation. I'm going to put air quotes. They have the exact same affliction that they think that they have, but it's just for them. It's, it's something that you deem as a shortcoming. The world would look at it and see a shortcoming and God looks at it and says, that's good. That's perfect. That's what I need. It's not about you. It's always not about you. <laughs> it's always not about you. Is that like a double negative? What is that? That's not a double negative because I didn't say anything negative. It's never about you. I don't know. I like how it says the first time. Guess what? It ain't about you. It's all to give glory to God. It's all for God's purpose because he knows the why. He knows why that he knows why you have this affliction that you think that you have, that you think is a shortcoming, that you think God is using everything. All things work together for the good of those who love God and are called according to his purpose, his not yours, not what you think, not what your neighbor think, not what your parents think, not what your boss think, not what your homegirl, your homeboy, your cousins think. That's not, it's not about that. It's all about moving. It's all about doing the thing because you don't know how the thing could affect somebody. I've been, I, I don't know how this can bless me. I didn't know how much exceeding TV would bless me. Even if the episode is just for me to sit down and talk, hear myself say it. Like I be watching these episodes for the first time too. I don't know what I be talking about. I don't be playing other stuff. I be all over the place. Like you can't plan that. <laughs> you can't plan being all over the place for an hour and something. I watch these episodes with y'all. Like I might watch it before I upload it. But I be just as I be just as amazed by what comes out of my mouth because it's not me. It's my voice. It's my it's my words. Like, but it's not even my words. Like, it's just how I say it. I'm just a little, eh, you know what I'm saying? Like, but it's all God. It's all God. It's all God. Whatever your thing is, whatever the thing that He has purposed you for, whatever the thing He has called you for, you belong. If you're in the room, you would not be in the room if you are not supposed to be in the room because all things work together and everything, there's nothing that happens that God does not control. If you're in that room and you're the one that's chosen to speak, if you're the one that's chosen to do the thing, you belong doing that. You, It's you. If it wasn't supposed to be you, somebody else would have got called. It's simple as that. If it wasn't supposed to be you, and I, I'm talking to me and you watching this, all of us, I'm talking to us. If it wasn't for you, 
I wouldn't, I wouldn't have sent, I wouldn't have called for you to be called. I wouldn't have put you in that room to be the person that they saw and said, yes, you, I know it's supposed to be you that's supposed to do this. You're supposed to do that thing. You're supposed to say that thing. You're supposed to say this. You're supposed to do that. It is you. Not, it's you. It's you. You're not faking it. You're not standing on a wing. Like, what is it? I don't even know what I was trying to say. But it ain't just happened by, I don't believe in coincidences. I say that all the time. Especially since I've gotten close to God. I don't believe in coincidences. Everything happens how it's supposed to happen, when it's supposed to happen, where it's supposed to happen, why. Everything. There's not a thing out of place. I look exactly how I'm supposed to look right now today. That's so freeing. That's such a freeing thought. That's Even when I do have a moment of doubt, I, 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 I make myself remember that sentence. I am exactly how I'm supposed to be right now. I'm not anywhere I'm not supposed to be. Like, of course, I want a house. Of course, I want a, a car. Of course, I want the dream car, the dream house. I want the dream husband. I want the dream kids. I want, I want it. I want it. Who doesn't? That's natural. That's normal. That's not... That's not abnormal. But as long as you understand that where you are right now, as great as those things sound, you are exactly where you're supposed to be right now at this very second, at this very moment, doing what you're supposed to be doing. And if God is telling you to do more and go places and go and say things and do those things, you have to understand that it, it he did not make no mistake when he told you. It wasn't no mistake. It wasn't an accident that you heard him say, it's you. Walk in that thing. Believe that. Trust in that. We trust and believe God for so many things except the fact that he told us that we're that we're first and not last, that we're chosen, that we're peculiar. We joint heirs. We believe it. We don't believe You'd be surprised how many things God has told me that I believe before I believed that I was chosen. (laughs) Like, and I'm talking about really believe, not fake believe, like stand on it. Believe before I could believe that God was like, yes, this is who you are. Come on now. We got to cut that out. We should stop that. We're going to stop that. We're going to stop that right now. Just as quick as God told me, just do it. I'm telling you, just do it. Cut yourself off. Just do it. Just do the thing. I promise you. The thing that you think, what you think is going to happen is probably going to be the exact opposite. I'm almost 100% sure. Unless that's just in the plan as well. Because you get beside yourself. Because there's some things that God told me to do and the way I did it was not how he told me to do it. And I fell on my face 100%. And that became a testimony too. I just used that the next time I went to go do it and was like, hey, look, <laughs> this happened to me when I tried to do it this way. Got beside myself, crazy tell self. Look at that, still a testimony. He gonna use it all, all things work. He gonna use all of it. He never told you you were not gonna fail. You're not perfect. Jesus Christ was perfect. You're not perfect. You're going to, you're going to bump your head. You're going to make a mistake. You're going to not do it right. But he tells me all the time, I'm too big. If you make a mistake, guess what? Okay. Get up. I don't want you to do it like that. I'm not going to condemn you. The enemy condemns. God like, hey, chase up. Dust yourself off. That's cool. 
But this is how I want you to do it. I don't want you to do it like that. I want you to do it like this. That's the relationship. That's the that's the that's the good father that we have. Like, hey, I'm not I'm not I'm not like the world. You're not gonna get no whooping. Okay, you messed up. You ain't finna get in trouble. Okay. This is what I want you to do. This is what I prefer. This is how I this is how I need you to do it. I need you to do it like this. I just want to see how you was gonna do it. Like I wanted to see what you was gonna do. Now, okay, cool. This is great. Keep that part, but don't do that part. Just be open. Be open to believing God when He says that you're what He says that you are. Be willing to listen. Be willing to let go of who you think you are when God tells you who you actually are. Because he can do a whole lot with willing. Don't I know it? Oh, my Lord. He can do a whole lot with a willing vessel versus somebody that's just like, uh-uh, get somebody else to do it. Ooh, baby, them consequences. But... <laughs> That is all that I have for tonight. I love this episode. I can't wait to watch it and hear all of the nuggets. But I love you guys. I love y'all so much. I love y'all so much. And I be trying to, like, me. See, crazy tough stuff. I be trying to plan stuff. Like, I would have just loved if, like, the one-year birthday could have been the season finale. Like, I feel like that just would have just... That just would have that just would have fit in my in my human human brain to be like yes, but it didn't. So here we are, season finale, and I'm so excited. I don't know what God is doing. I don't know how He's going to do season three. I really don't know. I'm not stressed. I'm excited, but I just don't know. He's blowing my mind. Honestly, He really is. Whew, I'm excited. So I know for sure that it's going to be, there's some things that I feel like are in the works. So we're going to miss each other for a couple weeks. Not too long. Not too long. Not too long. <laughs> yeah, not too long. But we are going to, yes, like, you know, have a little breaky break. I know y'all gonna miss me. Y'all gonna miss me. I miss y'all too. But yes, I'm excited. I hope you're excited. I thank you so much for sticking it out with me wherever you started in this journey. If you started from the beginning, if you started from season two, if you started this first show, this show first episode, I appreciate you. You feel me? I appreciate you. I love you just the same. But I'm excited. I'm excited to see where we go. I'm excited to see what God has in plan, God has in store. And I'm just willing to just stop and just listen. So, and hear. Because we found out listening and hearing are two different things. Faith comes about hearing. You got to hear. But, ha, 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 we're going <laughs> to save it. Save the nuggets. Um, but with that being said, Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. Bye.